as we grow in these next 30 years, not always good stuff happens, okay? And you need your friends and you need your rock to get through those really bad times. And retirement gives you the opportunity to be, be present in those times and, and good or bad, embrace them. Welcome to the Rocky Retirement Show. My name is Kathy Klein and I'm the host. And in this show, we don't talk about money or financial issues. We talk about retirement lifestyle issues. These are things that everybody needs to know, whether or not you've saved enough for retirement. So let's go to the episode. Welcome to Rock Your Retirement. This is the show where we talk about retirement lifestyle. And speaking of retirement lifestyle, I have Ellen Williamson on the show with me today. And it's so cool because she is retired. And in retirement, she started getoffyourrockers.org. And she loves to volunteer at different places. And we're going to let her tell you about her website and what she's doing in retirement. So Ellen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kath. It's wonderful to be here. I'm so excited to be part of this wonderful program that you have. Well, thank you. So tell me a little bit about yourself. I know that you retired in 2007. What went from 2007 until now when you were working on this wonderful website? Well, getoffyourrockers.org, I found because I used to, and I still do, walk every Tuesday with friends, and someone said, hey, you want to go biking on Monday? There's a group that goes every Monday. So I said, sure, haven't been on a bike in 20 years. What the heck? And so I got a friend's bike, and I joined one Monday morning at Mission Bay, and there were about 30 other mature, happy retirees getting on their bikes. And so they were with getoffyourrockers.org. And I found a new family in retirement. It's wonderful. I did fall off my bike a couple times, but just like everything in life, you get off, you get on, and you start from scratch. So I did that quite a few years ago. I love it. Oh, so you didn't found the organization. You found it. <laughs> Correct. A new, new definition of found. Yeah, I found them and they found me. And uh, today I get to be part of the outreach to bring new people in if they want to join. And I'm also the head of the charitable cultural part, more charity, where we do some volunteer work every month too. Wow. Okay. So let's say somebody's listening in Oregon. Getoffyourrockers.org is actually San Diego based. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay. So Tell me what you do. So let's say if somebody's in another state or another city, they might be able to copy what you've done so that they can get off their rockers in their city or their state. Tell me what what happens there. What's going on? Well, you know, it's people who just want to stay active and they developed a website. Uh, People were sitting around one day and said, let's do something. So they started to bike. And then someone said, well, you know, I want to hike. So then they added hiking and skiing and camping and travel. So people get together and they find their activity that they love. And then they tell their friends about it. And then they tell their friends about it. And they build 
the group. It's a natural evolution. This group actually started in the 1980s as a ski club for singles. And it ended up as an activities club for people over 50 and not singles, not dating. It's more about people who just want to stay out and stay healthy and stay engaged. And so you could do that anywhere in the country. It's easy. Just get your friends together and do it. Okay. So what kind of activities have you personally done besides the walking and the biking? Well, with the charity, we help at the food bank every month. And we've added Mama's Kitchen and Ronald McDonald House and the military. I've gone to camping events at Borrego Springs and gone on travel with the group and with people I've met from the group to we created a bike trip around Amsterdam on bike and barge. And I just got back from Australia and New Zealand with several of the rockers. Hey, I was in New Zealand recently. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous, isn't it? Maybe we passed each other. I was on a cruise ship, though. I wasn't biking. So were you biking in New Zealand? Or what were you doing? Actually, no, we went through overseas adventure travels. But the things that I did, I could have only done if I had the courage of the rockers. So I did zip lining and we went on the dart river dart thing and just things I've never done held a koala. Oh my goodness. So you can hold a koala? They don't bite? No. And they smell wonderful. Like eucalyptus. Oh, it wow. was so much fun. Yeah. That was in Australia. I guess when they pass gas, it would smell like eucalyptus. <laughs> Actually, no, you get your face real close to their beautiful little eyes and they come up to you and you just smell their breath and you go, oh my gosh, I just want to hold you and hug you forever. Well, they look like a little teddy bear. Do you remember when they had those little clip on koalas that we all had when we were kids? The little clip my team leader gave me one and (laughs) and that gives a whole new meaning now when I volunteer at the zoo which is something I do separately so when I get to go hang out by safari park I get to see the koalas and now I get to reminisce oh that's really cool okay so let's back up a little bit Because you had a pretty high-powered job when you were working. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So you had this high-powered job. And what I have found is that a lot of people who have high-powered jobs, when they do retire, they wind up getting a little bit depressed. Was that you or did you already have that life part planned out beforehand? I got to tell you, I left on top. I left happy. I loved my job. And I always knew because I worked for the federal government for 36 years that when I was eligible to retire, I would. And so I left before anybody could point at me and say, why are you still working? And I left with an idea that when I go, I'm going to open the door for someone else to go and grow and and make their lives better. And I'll do the same for myself when I retire. My original plan was to make a plan every week to do something fun for myself. Plus, I was also still teaching for a local university once in a while to keep my brain going. So I did that until 2011, part-time. Did you know that you were going to do that every week before you retired? Or like most people don't think of that. So how did you think of it? Did you have a role model or is it just naturally you're, you're a planner? I am 
a planner and I have to look forward to stuff. I find that if I look forward to every day or if at the end of every day I can write just one simple thing, fun equals fill in the blank, then I am completely satisfied. And I know that life is good and I get to wake up the next day and do it again. So my plan when I first retired, because people were very surprised, thinking, oh, you'll work forever, Ellen, because I loved working. I was spending our taxpayer dollars by the billions <laughs> on behalf of the military and making sure our, our military are safe and, and all, of our, all of those goods and services are done properly and, and well, and I loved it. But I also knew that if I made a plan to pamper myself and see people every week and maybe get out and walk. And so I did kind of treat my retirement like a personal job. You just take care of yourself and you make your hobby and find your passion. And so that's what I did. I, if it was going to a movie once a week with a friend, I my first real weekly plan was to walk on Tuesdays with a dear, dear friend, uh, Dee and her husband, Scott. And we still walk every Tuesday. I love it. That's lovely. So is it just the three of you or is it a bigger group? Actually, our Tuesday is a very private three of us thing. And right. then, but on Saturdays, I actually, I, at one point uh, back in the 2000s, early 2000s, I got involved with the Komen Walks for breast cancer. And so I trained a group in 2008. And ever since then, every Saturday, it used to be every Saturday and Sunday, but every Saturday, we walk around San Diego. And I just put out the walk to about 20 people. And whoever shows up, shows up. And it's usually about five or seven of the usuals. And, our, and we just walk all over San Diego for about eight to 10 miles. And so, you know, those are my weekly everydays you find yourself in a groove when you retire and you do it with zest and happiness and know that every day it's beautiful in San Diego and you're always on vacation. <laughs> you can, you can do anything. That's true. But even if you're in somewhere else where it's cold and snowy, <laughs> they can probably I'm, do things over there too, right? You know what? I've learned to play mahjong in my retirement. That's an indoor activity having a book club. That's an indoor activity. There's so many wonderful opportunities. I think my best advice would be don't be afraid to do anything new and learn every day. Go to classes, whatever floats your boat. That is great advice. And we're talking with Ellen Williamson about the different activities that you can do once you retire and specifically getoffyourrockers.org. And we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Do you want to join in the conversation? Have a question that you need help with? Join our Facebook group. It's free and we have fun in there along with supporting each other. Just go to rockyourretirement.com slash community and apply to be a member. Okay, we're back with Rock Your Retirement and Ellen Williamson from GetOffYourRockers.org. Ellen, welcome back. Hi. So you have got this retirement thing down pat. Let's, let's talk about 
maybe there's some people who are going to retire and they're not as well put together as you are as far as your plans of doing things. You know, maybe they've they've got their money situation worked out, but maybe they haven't done their plan of fun equals fill in the blanks and all of that. Would you recommend that they start their own club or search for a club like what you did? Or what would you recommend? My first recommendation is to find someone else who's already retired, a friend, and hang with them. Plan to hang with them a little bit. Don't isolate yourself. Unless you choose isolation as a joy, and many people are introverted, and that's a good thing too for them. But Find somebody or talk to someone who can make you feel good and and rec- recognize that retirement isn't scary. I'll be honest with you. I do know people who have been apprehensive about retiring. And they're so used to the daily working in the office and being with people and getting the positive feedback and knowing that they're making a difference every day. And I've worked real hard on them to recognize that retirement's a blast if you open it up to your mind and your body and your soul. And they're they're slow on the uptake, but they're doing better and they're finding their groove. And it takes time. You know, change of any kind can take up to a year and a half to really be okay with it. And that's a fact that I've learned over the years. And I've, and in practice, whether you lose a spouse or you move from one place to another or you make a change in a job, any change is significant. And so retirement can be a very scary problem for people. And so you kind of have to ease into it. And that's my real recommendation. Okay, that makes total sense. So how would organizations such as the one that you're part of help with that, help with that easing in? Oh, you know, the nice thing about the rockers, which is what we call them, is you go to anything you like, hike, bike, golf, ski, go to a social event at night, it's all listed on the website. And when you go, no matter if no one knows you, they welcome you with open arms. And you just introduce yourself and you find yourself part of a group of couples and singles and all grown-ups who had nowhere else to go or just moved to town and said, oh, wow, I found you and you found me. So that's Really, what you do, you just show up. That's awesome. I love how you said grown-ups because I recently changed my website and added that word in there. Because um, I don't know about you, I hate, I, I really don't like that word senior. Oh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We are just a lot of very beautiful grown-up children who want to play all the time. And now we get that third of our life. You know, we got 30 years of this. We had the first 30 years figuring out what we were going to do and where we were going to go and how we were going to make enough money to raise kids or be with whomever or be a grown-up. Then we actually spent the next 30 years doing all of that. Now we've got at least another 30 years, because I'm very optimistic, <laughs> that to, to, to redefine ourselves, to, to re-engineer our life, to open ourselves up to possibilities. And... 
you know, I got to say, I am my father's daughter. Every day is a good day. And so I'm hoping that the people and the people in the rockers all have that attitude. I got to say, it's it's quite remarkable. You know, I was reading and listening. And have you heard that um, that saying that you are the the some the average of the five people you spend the most time with? No, I've never heard that. Yeah. And so that's what they say. They say that if you look at yourself, you are going to be basically the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So if you're spending time with people like those of the rockers, or like those of another group that you put together or that you found in your own community, then it's going to lift you up. And so that's what I like about what you're telling me about these, this, the, the rockers organization. And just as a funny aside, in my private Facebook group, we call ourselves r- r- rockers, you know, with two R's, <laughs> like retirement rockers, r- r- rockers. <laughs> I love it. So, um, so yeah. So what do you think about that, that, that saying that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with? I, you know, I, I don't know about that. I'd have to think hard because the people I spend time with, I can honestly say I'm going to always smile. So yeah, I'm good with that. I li- I like that. And they're I all like- smiling. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, and I don't want to disregard the opportunity in retirement to not waste a minute. And I'm going to try not to cry to be with the ones you love while you can, because sometimes as we grow in these next 30 years, not always good stuff happens. Okay. And you need your friends and you need your rock to get through those really bad times. And retirement gives you the opportunity to be be present in those times and and good or bad, embrace them. If you've got someone who is sick or who is not going to be with you forever, and I went through that with my late husband, I if I had not retired, I would not have had that time before he got sick and then to be with him. And now Six years later, I'm with someone else whom I love to death, and I have time to be with him and enjoy life. So I really, really stress taking these next 30 years and starting over and being happy. Oh, that, that is such a lovely thought. Thank you. You know, it does give you the opportunity to be with those that you care about and to spell, spend time and build those memories. Because, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, we're, we're all going to die, all of us. Damn. You know, I, I, don't, I, I don't think there's any of us that are getting out of this, this world alive, right? And so when you pass, the question is, how do you want to be remembered? And do you want to be remembered with the things and the stuff that you had? Or do you want to be remembered with the memories that you help people build? And that you built with other people. And it sounds like you're doing that. I am. In fact, uh, my boyfriend just asked me what I want for my birthday, an experience or a thing. And I said, you know, I'm all about experiences. So I'll take whatever you want to give me. But yeah, let's, let's do experiences too. Well, you know what? That's so interesting because I'm, we're trying to downsize. We have all this stuff. And so we're like, Ugh, not please. Please don't give us one more thing. We don't want, (laughs) we do not want anything else. It's just going to be 
something that we're going to have to get rid of. As a matter of fact, the other day, I was at this event and I had a table. I was I was talking to people about Rocky retirement, and there was a, a table next to me, and it was a family. It was sort of a family event, and the table next to me was an organization that helps pre- preserve families and babies, and they had these little. I don't know. They're not rubber, but these these little fourteen week old fetuses they had in this little basket and they were so cute. You know, I'd never seen it. They were this actual size of a 14 week fetus. And I picked it up and I started playing with it because it felt good in your hand. It wasn't rubber. It wasn't plastic. I don't know what that material is, but it's that material that just feels good in your hand. And, um, and the woman said, do you want that? And I, I almost like immediately I was like, yeah, 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 I want it. And then I was like, no, no, I don't want it. After today, I don't know where I, what I'm going to do with it. It's, you know, so it's, I think it's some um, human nature to want things. But then when you really think about it, all these things that we take, a lot of them just wind up in a pile somewhere. You know? I'm not saying that about birthday presents, but you know, just, no. just in general. Yeah. So no, I, I, I absolutely agree with you, Kath. I'm doing the same thing. I'm, I'm purging, I'm cleaning. I'm in the middle of a huge spring cleaning as we speak literally, uh, to just cleanse and give stuff away and, and make someone else's life happier when they go to the, go to the American Cancer Society and buy something new for their house, you know, things like that. We love things and we look at them and go, wow, that's cool. Nope, nope, don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I get it. And, and honestly, you know, I have, I have two wonderful adult children and I have beautiful grandchildren, uh, and they don't live in this state. They live in New York and, and Washington state. But, you know, they're not going to want my stuff either <laughs> when the time comes. So I, and the few things I think that they might want, I really work hard at making sure that if I buy something new and it's worth something, you know, if it's going to be worthy of them to really want or not. But downsizing, you got it right, woman. It's great. Absolutely. It, it makes you feel so free. And right now it's springtime and just cleansing. It's just wonderful. Well, remember, a lot of us have fond memories of when we were young, 18, 19, 20. And because we were free, we didn't have things that weighed us down. You know, and and it's funny, as you get older, you accumulate and accumulate and accumulate. And even though these things are familiar and they make you feel at home, it kind of weighs you down. You know, you, you have all these things that you have to worry about when you were in your 20s, early 20s and teens, you didn't have all that stuff. <laughs> I know. Actually, I know two people, not one, two retirement people who literally sold everything and spent the first couple years of their retirement in their car and going from, you know, Airbnb or VRBO or, you know, some, someone else's house around the world for a month or two months at a time. And the only thing they did was pack up their, their special stuff, their artwork, their memorabilia that they knew that they wanted for life and left it with a relative or in storage and just experienced life. And they still do that probably every, you know, year for a few months, but they did 
reestablish a home base, but a very manageable home base. And that's, I know people who are doing that and, and loving it. Well, they're certainly getting off their rockers, aren't they? (laughs) Yes, they they are. And some of the rockers, they travel. I have uh, one of the ladies I've traveled with three times with her and uh, she's doing like three more major trips this year because she doesn't have any major um, commitments other than her house and her dog. And she's got a dog that she can either take with her in her own camper. And she's over 70 and she manages it herself that she drives or stay at her condo where she lives. It's fascinating to me what you can do if you open yourself up to it. So yeah, get rid of your stuff and live your life. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like um, basically sounds like the key to a retirement success is by building those experiences, not things, and having people around you. And let me tell you, even introverts do have, you know, I think the difference between an introvert and an extrovert is an extrovert just has many um, people that they like to hang with, and introverts have fewer, you know, but they still seem to like people, the introverts that I know. You know, that's, I just want to interject that that is a very poignant statement because introverts that I'm aware of have their very, very close knit family. And they oftentimes are very, very secure in that. So that's wonderful. Yeah. But what you're doing and what, um, even if you're an introvert to build that social network is so important and there are organizations out there such as getoffyourrockers.org and such as meetup.com. And I'm sure there's a million others. The senior centers um, have those social networks. I, we could, If you and I brainstormed, we'd probably come up with 20 right now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're not going to do that. But, um, but, yeah, I'm so glad that you came on the show to talk about your experiences. Is there anything that you really want to talk about before we say goodbye? Oh, I just, I want to thank you uh, from the depths of my heart for the opportunity to talk with you and share opportunities and ideas with people who are looking toward retirement. GetFYourRockers.org is a fantastic avenue to look at for people who are going to retire. Think of yourself as you're, you're your new job and allow yourself time to transition. And if you can plan, pamper yourself, play, and allow for impromptu opportunities, that's that's it. And rock on. Just rock on. <laughs> <laughs> we, we actually, I will add, we also do, my honey and I, we also go on blues cruises. So, you know, we found, we found a passion in blues music. Whatever your passion is, just make it so and you'll be happy. Live, learn, laugh, all those trite things my kids make fun of me because I do this all the time. I I just believe in all of those Hallmark sayings. So have a wonderful life. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for that saying, you are your own job. I'm going to use that. Thank you so much. That's wonderful. Um, If somebody wants to get a hold of the organization, how would they do that? Okay. Thank you for asking. It is all one word, getoffyourrockers.org. And then if you want to look on Facebook, 
it's separate words, get off your rockers. And people can check out the Facebook page. There are 94 members on it. And you can look at pictures and see some of the activities that we do. And everybody's always smiling. That's awesome. Thanks so much. And I'll have a link to that on the show notes as well. So thanks again for coming on the show. And for my listeners, thanks for listening to this episode of Rock Your Retirement. And you can join the conversation by heading over to the show notes at rockyourretirement.com and leaving a comment. If you, especially if you live out of the San Diego area and there's an organization like this in your area, please, please leave that comment so other people can find it. Also, please tell your friends and family about these episodes. You can help change someone's life. So I hope you enjoyed this. I know I did. And we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Oh, wait. I wanted to thank you again for listening to the Rock Your Retirement Show. If you're a new listener, a good place to start is episode 116. This explains the six pillars of retirement lifestyle and our general philosophy. Episodes 1 through 236 can be thought of as an encyclopedia. These are topics that may or may not be interesting to you. You can listen to the ones that you're interested in and forget the rest until the issue becomes an issue for you. And that's okay. I actually don't recommend starting with episode one and working through until the most recent. That's actually not how the show was designed. Of course, if you want to do that so you can see how the show changed over time, you're welcome to. Now, starting in August... Actually, August 31st of 2020, we changed the format of the show. The monthly episodes starting with 237 follow a real retiree from her pre-announcement through her first year of retirement. There might be bonus episodes, but we're committed to monthly. If you've enjoyed any of our past shows or the show that you've just listened to and you want to support us, you can do so in any of the four ways. One, share this episode with a friend or family member who needs to hear it. This is the most important way that people find us. Since our audience is typically older, we grow by having our listeners share our episodes with others. Two, subscribe to or follow the show using whatever podcast catcher you're listening on right now. Now, if you're listening on your computer, you can listen on your smartphone by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I mean, I believe on all of them. If you can't find us on the podcast catcher that you'd like to use, send us a note on the website at rockyourretirement.com and we'll make sure that we get on your favorite podcast app. But basically, what you do is you download the app, and then you search for the show, and when you find it, you'll hit subscribe. Make sure 
it's the Rock Your Retirement Show, and that you hear my voice when you listen. Um, actually, there were some episodes where Henry Shapiro was a guest. Uh, we, we actually downloaded some of his episodes. So if you hear him, it's probably still the, the same show. There were maybe 34 or 35 episodes back in the beginning that we hosted on our show uh, when he decided to leave podcasting. Number three, how you can support us is by leaving a review. Whatever podcast app you're listening to normally has the option of leaving a review, either a written review saying how great the show is or just with stars. Five stars is typically the best. And of course, we're shooting for those five star reviews. And if you tell us why you like the show, what you liked about it, it's actually easier for other people to understand what the show's about. A lot of people, when they find our show, they think it's about money. And of course, by now, you know that it's not. Number four, if you'd like to support us financially, of course, we're always appreciative of that. Just go to rockyourretirement.com slash support, and it will take you to our page where you can support us financially. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye.